This episode is brought to you by Grant Thornton, an audit, tax, and advisory firm that gets that cookie-cutter thinking doesn't cut it. Grant Thornton listens, uncovering fresh ideas that help you harness every opportunity and stay ready for what's next. More at GT.com. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. All Hit Radio! X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the X-Zone, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours... I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you worldwide on the X-Zone Broadcast Network and our growing family of terrestrial um, radio stations, satellite programming providers, and cable programming providers. If you'd like to uh, call, our toll-free number is 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On all social media sites, xzoneradiotv. And our main website is xzoneradiotv.com. Nation, my first guest uh, tonight is Dr. Ram Weber. She is an internationally uh, recognized psychic medium, now in her 18th year of public work, following an original academic training as a sex therapist. In the medical uh, metaphysical world, Dr. Rahm is well known for her spot-on evidential mediumship, cultivated by her attention to detail and her passion for connecting loved ones. Joining me now from her home is Dr. Rahm Weber. And uh, Dr. Rahm, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be here, Rob. Uh, so you were a sex therapist first, huh? Uh, how did you do yeah, the transition yeah. from sexology to mediumship? It was a very unexpected transition, I'll mm. tell you, because I definitely came from a place where, you know, they were looking at the kids and saying, hey, doctor, lawyer, Indian chief. Mm-hmm. And uh, psychic work and mediumship was considered, you know, a hobby. Yeah. You know, it was recognized as a hobby back in the 70s and so forth but uh, it wasn't taken too seriously, and so it was nice that I had talent and kind of dabbled in it, but it really wasn't until, I'd say, about five years before I finished grad school that I really began to get into it and develop my practice and start taking clients. So did you start out to be a psychic medium, or, or what happened? What was the catalyst? <laughs> no way. No way. I wouldn't have dreamt about it. Yeah. Um, I went basically from uh, kindergarten straight through to Ph.D., mm-hmm. So I didn't get out of school until I was 30, and I became a sexologist, which is the interdisciplinary study of human sexuality. So that means that I've done sex education and sex therapy and sex counseling and so forth. We've done some sex research. And, you know, that was really the career I had envisioned for myself. I thought I was going to be, you know, this very clinical person, very mm-hmm. academic person, and that was going to be it. Well, why a sex therapist? Well, you know... 
Rob, one of the things that I realized as I was going through my academic career was mm-hmm. that I had the ability to do a couple of things when it came to the area of uh, counseling, especially with regard to human sexuality. I think one of those things was the ability to speak about the topic with ease. You know, for a lot of people, this is a hard topic to talk about. It's a controversial topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can be embarrassed or feel shame talking about it. And I was always just really comfortable, so I could really disarm people. And when you can disarm people, you can educate people. So that was really helpful. And so I think in a way, you know, I can remember mm-hmm. friends kind of joking around as, like me as like being Lucy the psychologist, you know. So I didn't get a degree in mental health, but I did get a degree in human sexuality. And um, the more I got into it, the more I felt like I was in the right line of work. Uh, you, you said Lucy the psychologist, and all I can do is in my mind's eye see you with your little five cents for psychiatric right. help. But in this case, here would I be... I even put that on the sweatshirt once really? when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was a, you know, it's just, you know, at the time that, you know, you're mm-hmm. in your younger years of education, nobody's going to say, well, this one's going to turn out to be a sex therapist. You know, it's not what gets in the yearbooks, right? I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But you did it. You received your degree. And mm-hmm. then you went to being a psychic medium. Was that a was yeah. that a hard transition, or was the was the work that you had done as a sex therapist a graduation ceremony in itself into the world of psychic and mediumship? No, that's interesting. You know, on one hand, mm-hmm. one thing that connects it is that both of these areas can be difficult topics for people to discuss, right? In one hand, it's sexuality. In the other hand, it's, it's death, the afterlife mm-hmm. passing on, and so forth. So those skills, you know, were certainly transferable. And I think a lot of the sensitivity that one develops in listening to people and some of the basic counseling skills, a lot of that was transferable, too. So in a way, it made sense. And then way on down the line, when my psychic clients and my mediumship clients would hear that I had first been trained as a sex therapist, what they started saying to me was, Dr. Rom, can you take a... Can you take an intuitive look at my sex life, please? Wow. And so from that part of the umbrella, mm-hmm. I could go ahead and do that. All right, Dr. Ron, please stand by. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Exonation, Dr. Rom Weber is my special guest. Her website is www.drromweber.com. That's drromweber.com. The good doctor and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break. As we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Exxon radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com.
have a disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, aguidinglight, spelled L-I-T-E, dot com, to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. And welcome back, everyone. Dr. Rom Weber is my special guest this hour. Her website is www.drromweber.com. That's drromweber.com. And uh, she is an intuitive psychic and medium. And uh, maybe you can explain to our audience what's what an intuitive is, what a psychic is, and what a medium is. I'd be glad to. You know, the, the words that for, get confused with each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. And let's start with the intuitive part. Intuitive is the idea that we're not talking about the solar spirit here. We're just talking about those hunches in our everyday life, and we're not attributing spirituality to that whatsoever. So, you know, when they talk about women's intuition or Mm -hmm. a person just gets a hunch, that's what we're talking about with intuition, and we can attribute it to biological causes if we choose to. When we talk about psychic work, now we're talking about getting exactly the same information, but the attribution of it is based on the idea that it's our soul or spirit that gets that information. So that's why I can teach the same skills to people who believe in the spiritual world and people who don't. It's the exact same skills put in two different areas of human understanding. Okay. So that's the first important part to know. Right. So that's, that's intuitive versus psychic. And, you know, the thing is, is that if I'm consulting for, say, like a corporate group, mm-hmm. they're going to want me to use the word intuitive. Yeah. If I'm doing a fair... We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal going to want me to use the word psychic, right? But, you know, you can go back and forth. Why would a corporation... So the first part. Yeah, but let me just oh, ask ahead, you, please, uh, let me just ask you this. Why would a corporation use the services of an intuitive? Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. What's happening nowadays when we get into the skill sets is this. Mm-hmm. We know that when we get information, we can get it one of two ways. We can get it with our rational minds or we can get it with our non-rational minds, right? And what we've realized as we look into people, say, for example, the Thomas Edisons, the Albert Einsteins, and the other people who have come up with these brilliant ideas, is that if you look about uh, into their biographies and you say, how do these people get these ideas? They'll talk about getting them from their intuition. Now, they might have gone through all the logical, mechanistical, uh, mechanistic ways of going about that, mm-hmm. but when you get right down to it, what they're looking at is that hunch, that spark of light, that, you know, muse, if you will. And so when you look in corporate America, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're having training programs that teach people to differentiate between that rational mindset and that non-rational mindset so that they can use the fullest mental capacity they have, and it doesn't really matter what they call it. It's still it, accessing the same skills. It, is it possible that these intuitive hunches are just 
another way of saying all the information that we have stored in our brain for so many years automatically somehow does a lot of data processing and the answer comes up and we've up until this time have had no no uh, no words to call it so we call it intuition I would say yes and no. Okay. Because when we talk about the skills of intuition, mm-hmm. one of them is called claircognizance, and that's the idea of just knowing something. And how people get to that end of the shuffle on, on the Plinko board, I like to think of it as, is possible that we will have that shuffle through the times of what we've learned over the course of the months or the years, the days that we've been alive, and boom, suddenly we have that aha moment. That's certainly possible. But... In my work and in the work of many other people that do this work professionally, mm-hmm. what the difference is, is that we would be gaining information from which we had no prior knowledge. So we're working with people that are complete strangers to us and tapping in. And those skills can also be taught to people that don't consider themselves psychic. So I would say, to sum it up, I definitely agree with you that you could have the Plinko game and suddenly you've got that aha yeah. moment. But I believe you can also get that information without that prior life experience, and that's what makes intuition and psychic work so fascinating. All right, but when it comes uh, when it comes to the information that you receive from from people, is it possible mm-hmm. that this is just extrasensory perception that you are picking up their thoughts that uh, that you know there's been so much work done on ESP that it's a fact, it's not a myth. And is it possible that psychic phenomena is nothing more than ESP? It could be. It could be. One of the things that I'm definitely going to say is I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. When we talk about parapsychology, it's always a work in progress, right? And that's when you're applying the scientific method to power. You know, in parapsychology, you're applying the scientific method to studies of what is considered extrasensory perception. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that when we have so many studies that have been done that strongly support ESP, I kind of question why we're calling it extra now. Really. I mean, that's, that's the phrase that I'm kind of uncomfortable with. It looks like it's, it's not really mm-hmm. extra. Well, back, back then, when, back, documented. back when it was first mm. investigated, it was considered to be mm-hmm. something very unique. So they named it extrasensory perception. They didn't know 40 years down the road it would be called, you know, looked at as sensory perception. And that's exactly what it yep. is. Exactly. I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. And that's maybe a time that, you know, it suggests that it's time mm-hmm. for a revision of, of the models and the words that we use to hey. talk about it, because that is influencing how people feel about it, too. Well, you know, how can you expect them to remodel and reword everything in the world of, of psychic phenomena, extrasensory perception, when they're still teaching kids in school today that Christopher Columbus discovered America? Yeah, we got a lot of work to do, don't we? Sure do, sure do. <laughs> a lot of work to do. Tell me, what are your clients like? Well, you know, they are from every walk of life you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I have people that have been, uh, of course, you know, we've got the celebrity portion. That's that's part and parcel of the work. And then we've got people that are, well, as I could say, it's homemakers and average Joes. Mm-hmm. I've taught people in white-collar and blue-collar professions. I've worked with groups of many, many hundreds of people and privates. Uh, so the work is varied and diverse, and I love that. But one thing that people share in common is curiosity about their spiritual nature. That's probably what drives most people to seek out the services of a psychic or medium. And a lot of times when it's psychic work, so we're not talking about people that have crossed on, we're just talking about using those inner sensitivities and sensibilities mm-hmm. to tune into the client. Um, a lot of them are just amazed because they'll have these intuitions that you're talking about. They'll have these gut feelings, mm-hmm. and they won't trust them. And then they go to the psychic, and they hear the exact same thing from a complete stranger, and they say, oh, okay, you know, now I believe myself. Why would somebody go to a psychic instead of a trained professional psychologist or therapist? Sometimes because they're making a mistake. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you there. Mm-hmm. But mind um, you, mind you, you know, to be mind you to be fair, the world of psychics is one of the worlds with the most amount of fraud artists and con artists in it. So my mm, my question, I would say that there's a lot of people that do that. Absolutely. So my question back to you is, why would somebody spend 80, 90 bucks to sit in front of a perfect stranger? 
for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, or in the case mm-hmm. of Sylvia Brown when she was around, what was it, uh, $375 Ooh. for yeah. 20 minutes? No. You know, so, so why would they do this? Like I, I, I've well, gone, I've gone to psychic fair. I've gone field. to psych, I've gone to psychic fairs, and I've watched people go from psychic to psychic to psychic to mm-hmm. psychic to psychic. If yes. if psychic phenomena is 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 such a dead on art, then wouldn't the first psychic have hit it on? Why would that person have to go to wow. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different psychics? You raise a lot of questions, and I think the most helpful I can be in answering them is to tell you from the point of view of somebody who's worked those psychic fairs. And what we've learned is this. When you have a client that goes from psychic to psychic yeah. to psychic, they have a fixed idea in their head of what they want to hear. And mm-hmm. if they do not hear it from yeah. psychic A, B, or C, they will go on to psychic D, E, and F. So that's one issue there. All right, so let's, let's just time, pause there for okay. a second. Let's just pause there oh, for sure, a second. Sure. If that is the case... Why didn't psychic number one pick up what that person wanted to hear and tell it to them? They might have said it, and the person might not want to take action based on what they heard. So they would go to the next psychic, who, if they are a true psychic, would also tell this person what the first psychic said. Right. And if the client, the customer, Mm -hmm. does not want that information... Mm-hmm. Or do not, do not want to act on that information, I'd like to say. Do not want to take that into, a, into a, an advisory type of role. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me just give you an example. Sure. Say you've got a client that's coming to a psychic fair, and what she's really hoping for is um, uh, the man that she's in love with will, will leave his wife and uh, you know, rescue her like the fair maiden uh-huh. you know, and whatnot, right? Psychic one goes, she goes to psychic number one. Psychic number one says, I can see you're uh, in love with this person, and, you know, unfortunately, this is not going to happen, right? But in this client or customer's uh, mindset, Mm -hmm. she is insistent that somebody tells her what she wants to hear. So maybe psychic number one is spot on, but she doesn't want to believe it. And so she or he, whomever the customer is, goes to psychic number two. Psychic number two might also be spot on. Mm -hmm. Tells her the same thing. It's never going to happen. Doesn't want to believe it. Goes on to, you know, until she gets the information that she wants to hear, perhaps from a psychic that isn't picking up so accurately. So basically this, this person who goes to a psychic is in denial. That happens a lot. And... You know? Are all psychics trained to deal with these psychological problems that these people are, are having? Or are they, in fact, putting these people who have psychological problems in greater danger because they're not trained professionals? Well, there's two parts here. In the state of New York where I work, mm-hmm. working as a psychic or a medium, you must say that you are working, if you're working outside of a church or religious institution otherwise, mm-hmm. for entertainment purposes only. Yep. So that is the contract that you are making with the client ahead of time that is for entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors. Mm -hmm. We are not medical doctors. We are not psychologists. And so a person who is coming for the advice of a psychic or a medium in the state that I work in Mm -hmm. is coming for entertainment. And that's very specific. So that's on them if they want to be entertained in that fashion. Now, when you're talking about the psychological counseling, it is completely inappropriate for a psychic or a medium to work in a psychological capacity. What they need to do is, if they happen to have that training, mm-hmm. then put out their shingle as a psychologist or mental health professional. But I want to add one thing here, because I've been on both sides of this coin. Because I have the academic training, because I've sat in session with people who are my sex therapy clients, Mm -hmm. I can tell you that through sex therapy there is a formal, long procedure to get to the heart of the matter. You're not going to have appropriate sex counseling usually in one or two sessions. All right, we've got to put this on pause right now because I have to take my commercial break. With the news, Exonation Dr. Rom Weber is our guest, www.exonation.com. DrRomWeber.com, and uh, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, or Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and broadcast around the world on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. We'll be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away.
Are you considering calling a psychic to read your situation? Then consider David Champion, a psychic medium for more than 20 years with thousands of readings under his belt. David Champion will make you feel comfortable. He has proven to be honest and accurate. He's a straight shooter. There's no guesswork. What he sees is what you get. While he is a medium, most of the calls focus on relationships, not only love, but work, school, neighbors, and more. Need help with finding a job and preparing for the interview? Are you dealing with people who are obstacles in your path? For more information, go to davidchampion.com, $1.50 per month. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Minute paid by credit card with a minimum of 30 minutes. For your reading with David Champion, call 1-877-702-8598. That's 1-877-702-8598. Now you can dial in to listen to the Exxon Radio Show from anywhere in the world with Rob McConnell 24-7, 365 by dialing. 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080. If you have a mobile phone or landline, the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is now at your beck and call at 213-401-0080. That's 213-401-0080, 24-7, 365. Exonation, uh, Dr. Rom Weber is our special guest this hour, www.drromweber.com. Uh, I'm sorry I had to stop you there, Doctor. We had ran and smack into our news break at the bottom of the hour. So if you'd like to continue with what we were talking about, please go ahead. Thank you. Um, well, one of the things we wanted to talk about was the difference between what it would be like if I had mm-hmm. a client coming to me, say the sex therapy client, versus having that same person come to me right. under the umbrella of a psychic entertainer. And one of the things is this. I have the same set of skills one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And if a client comes to see me in an academic setting, I'm going to do things like take their sex history. I'm going to be differentiating between presenting and slightly longer to get to the root of issues, you know, the core issues that are coming in there. I'm going to be wanting to know about their medical history. I'm going to wanting them to, you know, what is the issues coming out if they have a spouse or a partner? Mm-hmm. What is their history? like? You know, things like this. There's a whole sure. bunch of history taking and diagnostic information, and it takes time. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about doing work that is under the umbrella of psychic work or intuitive work, you're usually given anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour to work with the same person, and it's usually a one-off unless they're a repeat client. And a person can use abilities of claircognizance, clairsentience, clairvoyance, clairaudience, and so forth to sometimes get to the root of a concern very, very quickly. And for some people, that can be very helpful, and that's what the difference is. So you can't have a psychologist, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, you can't have a psychic be a substitute for a psychologist. You never want a psychic to take the role of a mental health professional. Right. But certainly psychics will say that a person will come with an issue, and because of these abilities to kind of see into the problem, 
sometimes you can get to the nuts and bolts of it a little bit more quickly, and that can be really helpful to a client. As you, as you know, Dr. Weber, we're up here in Canada. And up here in Canada, telling fortunes for consideration is against the law. It's in the Canadian Criminal Code. It reads, everyone who pretends to exercise or use any kind of witchcraft, sorcery, enchantment, or conjuration, undertakes for a consideration to tell fortunes, or pretends from his skill in or knowledge of an occult or crafty science to discover where or in what manner anything that is supposed to have been stolen or lost may be found, is guilty of an, of an offense punishable on summary conviction. So, so I can't tell your listeners that I can find their keys, is what you're saying. You can't tell it, or you can't tell, you can't tell, for here in Canada. I can't find their keys. You can't find their <laughs> keys, you can't tell their fortunes, which means that you can't have somebody come in front of you and say, well, you know, I, I see you finding Mr. Wright, because that's against the criminal code. That's a criminal offense here in Canada, if you're charging that's money. That's very interesting. If you're charging money. So... And I would think that the exception to that would be within the spiritualist churches, which do operate and thrive in Canada. Mm -hmm. Within the church, so it's because... Within uh, the church, it's considered a practice of religion. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. And I think yeah. that's why they differentiated in New York as well. And there have been other laws in other countries that are similar because, you know what, it's a buyer beware thing, and people yeah. need to be protected from fraud. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. I've been working for 18 years now. Mm -hmm. When I do mediumship with somebody... I work with a guarantee because, to me, it's a business practice. You say what you can deliver, mm -hmm. and if I cannot deliver that, I do not charge. End of story, right? And so I have very specific things that I say, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, but I can't do this and that. And mm -hmm. we have that agreement as a business contract. And, you know, that's the thing is that, you know, there should be a time and a space for people to be entertained if they wish. The problem is is that... Um, like you say, you know, there has been a history of fraud, yeah. and we cannot deny that. But e even as an entertainment, even as an mm -hmm. entertainment, if you go to, to, to a theater to watch mm -hmm. a movie or watch a play, that establishment mm -hmm. has to be licensed. Mm -hmm. So why are not psychics licensed? Have a criminal background check done. You know, have some sort of criteria that meets either the state's or the province's regulatory uh, body to protect the consumer. I could not agree with you more. I think those are fantastic ideas. Uh, I would love to see that done in New York, no issue whatsoever. Hmm. Within the churches, they certainly have certain standards before you can get particular yeah. credentials. Yeah. You know, and that's great. But once you're outside of that, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's free. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We do that in all of the other business professions. Yep. I mean, I have a company. I have an LLC here. You pay your and, taxes. You, know, you pay licensing fees. I pay fees. my taxes. You've got to submit yeah. corporation uh, reports to the governing bodies, just like we have to hear. Absolutely. Because, because our show is Canada and U.S. and other mm -hmm. parts of the world, we have to maintain records. We have to be, you know, we have to follow the guidelines of the CRTC. We have to follow the guidelines of the uh, FCC. And you see, right. in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, it keeps you credible. Yes. It keeps you honest. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that's always bothered me with that mm -hmm. is when you have a psychic or an intuitive or a medium, yeah. and they're only going by one name, and not even a stage name, you know what I mean? Yep. It's like this idea that they're afraid to just come forward and say, this is my ability, this is my gift. If you're going to be public, yep. be public. Exactly. You know? I, I agree with you 100%. It's just like certain talk show hosts don't use their real names. Right. It bothers me. Why not? I've been doing this show for 22 years. My real name is Rob McConnell. My real information is out there. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Although I'll give you one piece that's funny. Mm -hmm. Here uh, in the States, we've got a lovely woman, Teresa Caputo. She was a medium. She got on TV. Yep. She's now known as Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, yep. and they've got this uh, cable show with her. Mm -hmm. And my clients are now coming to me, and they're saying, well, you know, I was in a restaurant, and I saw Teresa Caputo, and this... Uh, Ms. Caputo was, I guess, just having her dinner or whatnot, like a normal person would. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, I couldn't believe that Teresa Caputo didn't come over to me and read me because, you know what, that's what she does on TV. She's an entertainer so as well. Right. 
person has been watching the television, mm-hmm. and they're thinking that just because a medium is around them that they're going to do this ambush mediumship when they're having, you know, their pasta dinner. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it doesn't work like that at all. <laughs> it doesn't. What do you think about skeptics? I love them. I am one. I am one. You know, we talk about skeptics mm-hmm. and cynics, and skeptics are people who express a reasonable doubt. And yeah. I know that all the sound bites in the world would love to have me say, I am completely 100% sure of this, that, or the other. But especially because I come from an academic background and I know the limitations of the scientific method. I'm the kind of person that when it comes to my day to pass on, I want to go in with a couple of ideas, a couple of very, very strong beliefs that have been with me all my life because I walk the walk and I talk the talk and I know how I feel in my heart and I know what I've seen from my experience. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to go into that part of life with a closed mind either because I don't know what's going to happen when we get there. I'm hearing secondhand reports all the time. But wait a sec, hold on. You you talk to people on the other side. That's not a secondhand report. Mm-hmm. That's a firsthand report. Well, in a sense of, do they take me there? You know, I don't get I don't get too much of that feeling. Most of the time, when I'm working with people in a mediumistic capacity, they are spending that mm-hmm. hour engaged with memories and current events of their loved ones who are survivors. But, I'm kind of out of the picture. I'm just working as a translator. But, but it, correct me if I'm wrong, Doctor, but when you're communicating with the other side, aren't you communicating with the dearly departed who is on the other side and actually the translator or the communicator from one side to this side? Yes, yeah, that, that's my experience of it. That's your experience but of it. Some, something, does, something doesn't sound right when you say, that's my experience of it. What I mean to say is this. It's not like they're whispering in one ear, and then it's like this whisper down the lane kind of thing. That's, that's not the experience of it. It's not like I'm going there, they're talking to me in complete paragraphs, and then I'm saying, hang on, wait. You know, Uncle Sam just said X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. That's not how it works. How does it work? What you're getting is you're getting the the influence of someone Mm -hmm. in words, pictures, ideas, phrases. And these are things like an awareness of what's happening in the survivor's life, Mm -hmm. relationships, names, ways that people pass, things like this. And so it's not, a lot of people have this image that it's like, you know, you're going to the United Nations and they've got, you know, a little uh, earplug on and you're hearing from one and you're going right there. It's not that simple. And it's an art, and it's not a science. So the better we get at it, the more information we can get through accurately. We can get very, very specific information. But a person wouldn't want to go to a medium and say, I'd like to have a conversation with my father. It doesn't work like that. And and yet, there are so many mediums out there who claim it does work like that. Sign me up. (laughs) Sign me up. I want to go. You know, over over the years I've been doing this show, you're the first medium that has disagreed with everyone else who says it you know we actually communicate with the party on the other side and you know they give us the information and we relay it to the to the person who is sitting in front of us oh well let me clarify that's that's what i do as well i don't mm-hmm. disagree with that either what i'm saying is is that during the great news For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Those conversations. I'm not getting a lot of information like, well, you know, since I've passed on, I've been hanging out and I've been back to my Parcheesi game. And by the way, I'm still interested in the mm-hmm. stock market and so on and so forth. I'm not hearing that information. What I tend to get is information about how the person on the other side is perceiving their survivor. Now, why, why would that be important to somebody who wants to communicate with the other side? That makes no sense to me. Because in its essence, Mm -hmm. modern spiritual mediumship is about providing an example that demonstrates the continuity of intelligent life after the change called death. And how can we prove that? So 
so what we're looking at is we're looking at not just random clair vagueness. We're mm-hmm. looking at very specific information to come through from the dearly departed through the medium to the survivor. But as we as I said earlier, could it not mm-hmm. be that the information that the medium is getting is not coming from any entity whatsoever except the person who's sitting in front of her via ESP? Yes and no, and here's why. During the course of a mediumship session, Mm -hmm. the client will say yes or no to any given piece of information, be that evidence or essence. And it's a wonderful Mm -hmm. thing to be in that situation and have your client just going, yes, 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 yes. Lovely. And during that time, sure, it could be information that the medium could be getting from the client's auric field, uh, energy of, you know, energy body of information. That's one argument that gets put out. But some of the most profound ways that mediumship works is when the client mm-hmm. has no information about in, something that comes up, they say no. And if the medium has been working long enough that they trust themselves to stick with the information they're getting, mm-hmm. they leave the client with that information. The client then goes home, talks to somebody else in the family, talks to a friend, does the research on the Internet, and finds out the information's correct. All right. And those are the situations that suggest to me mm-hmm. that it's not just the medium reading the energy body of the survivor. All right. How many times in your very own life have you totally forgotten about something that's happened, and it's only after somebody else has talked to you about it, you still, at that very moment that they talk to you about it, you don't remember it, and you say, no way. You go home. It could be... One or two hours later, it could be the next day. You 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 come to a you know you come to a realization. My God, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That's happened. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we say? Wait a second. Wait a second. How do we how do we say be beyond a shadow of a doubt? How do we say beyond a shadow of a doubt that there is life afterwards, after death? Be- I think that's not our job, because I think our job is to continue to doubt until we pass on ourselves. But it, isn't, isn't it... guarantee that when we pass on... Isn't that hmm? your job as a medium? And you're saying, I no, can't... No, my job is not to convince other people. My job is to raise questions. Well... That's well, the thing. Wait a second. I'm sec. not looking to proselytize a religion here. No, wait a sec. That's but very, you, but you, important. But you do advertise, if I'm not mistaken, that you can communicate with the other side. This is my belief system. But does so that mean that I require my clients to share my belief system? Absolutely not. Then why would a what client provide then, them is information? Then why would somebody go to you for your expertise? Because it gives them an opportunity to make a judgment for themselves. I am not there to make their judgments. I am not there to make their religious decisions. I am not there to decide what they find entertaining. Then, then what are you I there, am there for? To deliver a service that I believe in. Mm-hmm. that I can provide, that I'm comfortable calling entertainment, but it's up to the client to make the judgment of what that means for themselves. How much do you and charge for, for a medium reading? Clients. What is your rate for Pardon? a medium? How much do you charge for a, for a medium session? I'm currently 175 an hour for non-corporate rate. That's a lot more than going to the theater, buying the popcorn, and paying for the, paying for the, uh, for the parking. Mm-hmm. That's what I That's call right. entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, I, I have a hard time understanding why somebody would go to a medium or a psychic if it's, well, you know, it's what I believe. There's no guarantees. So, why would I go there? Why would anyone use the services of a psychic or a medium? There's a lot of reasons, you know. Some of them is because I think from a mediumistic point of view. Mm-hmm. It is providing information that they judge to be healing. Healing. And I'm not there to decide whether it is for them or not. You see, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not there to convince people. I'm not there to make their judgments for them. I'm not there to convince them of a particular religious experience. All right, stand by. I've got to take my final break here. Exonation Dr. Rom Weber is our guest www.r doctor that's d r r o m 
W-E-B-E-R.com. That's DrRomWeber.com. We'll be back on the other side of this short break. Don't go away. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, it was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Explanation, uh, Dr. Rom Weber is our guest, www.drromweber.com, and doctor is drromweber.com. I'm a little confused, uh, Dr. Weber, because you said that you're not there to heal, or you're there to help heal. But you do it no, for entertainment was, purposes only. So, so help me straighten this out. No, no. Let, I did not say I'm there, there to help you. Here's what it is. What I said is I provide information mm-hmm. and people judge how they interpret that information. For some people, actually many of my clients will say it's mm-hmm. a healing, uplifting, enlightening, empowering experience to receive this information. Okay. That's their judgment. I'm not here to defend anything. Okay. I'm an entertainer. And but, I provide information. But when people go to you with, with heavy mm-hmm. hearts, uh, seeking answers from the other side, do you say, I'm an entertainer? Like, I wouldn't oh, go, yeah, I I wouldn't go, to, I wouldn't go to Jerry Seinfeld for, uh, for, a, uh, for a knee operation. No, that's, that's on, that, that is clearly explained. It's mm-hmm. on, if you look on my website, it's on every page of my website. It's something I talk about with my clients all the time. Right. Uh, I will quote it often during the course of a session just to make sure they understand they're not receiving psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Got to be really upfront about that. Where do you see the world of psychic phenomena going in the next five, ten years? Hmm. Great question. Well, one of the things is that we know there's a lot of research coming out of the University of Arizona mm-hmm. uh, with Dr. Gary Schwartz, who's been doing work there on testing mediums. And mm-hmm. I think some of the most fascinating research is coming out of the EEG studies that are being done when mediums are working and when psychics are working, 
and seeing what kind of meditative states they go into. Because back in the 70s, we all got very familiar with the silver method, and we got familiar with something called alpha mind control and the idea of getting into the zone mm-hmm. and the seven cycles per second and so forth. And you know what? They found that when people were doing psychic work, so we're not talking about communicating with the other side, just um, clairvoyance, clairsentience, that sort of thing. They found that the alpha rhythm was dominant. But when people are doing mediumistic work, they're finding that the brain is actually going faster. And it is very much akin to what's happening when Buddhist monks are praying with the idea of compassion for the world. So when the Buddhist monks get into these very empathetic states, what their brains are doing and what mediums' brains are doing, they're finding out, are paralleling each other. And I think that's fascinating. So we know that in both psychic readings and mediumistic work, the brain is changing in terms of what it's doing. Isn't it funny? Because in mediumship, you're communicating with the other side. And when you pray, you're trying to communicate with the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So the brain is doing a similar thing. All right, Dr. Weber, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, continued success, and uh, I look forward to the next time that you join us here in the X-Zone. Jeez. Uh, Why would anybody go to an entertainer, spend 175 bucks an hour for entertainment when... The good doctor clearly said that, hey, I'm an entertainer. How you take it, that's your business. I don't know. I can't. uh, I'm having problems with this one. Craig, how about you? Craig, on a starship from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest and 1 being the lowest, what do you give it? Three. You and I are right on the same ball this time, my friend. Something doesn't ring right. Something just doesn't ring right, Craig. We'll have to check into this later on, but I'm sure she said something about healing. We'll play it back, and if we're right, we'll uh, we'll send her a copy of the tape. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news, ExoNation, as we continue investigating, and this is the key word, investigating the world of the paranormal and the pseudoscience of parapsychology here in the ExoNation from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll be back. Don't go away. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.